by Kansas City. Did the ball come out before he broke the plane? This is a call that could determine the whole game right here. Sneed! It's out. Who has played as at the highest level this entire season, Jim? Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Yeah, Jim Nansen, Tony Romo. Lot of Tony Romo. Sneed! It's a lot of just yelling words, saying things. Lamp! <laughs> Don't. Tony, here's Tony Romo. I'm not sure. He was really excited for the game. He was really excited. You could tell in the opening. He was he was excited as excited as I was. Except he's making like ten million dollars to call the game, and I'm on my couch. That was the problem. I was gonna say like you could like you could like station like I could be like the guy that stands outside like a department store like spinning spinning the arrow saying like come in here and you give me ten million dollars I will be as excited to do that as Tony Romo was to call the AFC Championship game. Like great, I'm 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 glad Tony was excited. Also, can we can we do a little better? We'll talk about that coming up in a second. By the way, you'll be on the call. Super Bowl 58 coming up next week. Uh, Mark Schlereth will stop by in 20 minutes. Our Becky Wall Network teammate, former Super Bowl champion linebacker, Brandon Marshall, will join us next hour. We'll get more in-depth on Super Bowl 58 coming up in a couple of minutes as well. But we want to hit, Ken, this breaking news in the NBA. And I know you did a lot on this on the show yesterday because you told me, and then I went back and saw a video. It was good stuff on uh, Joel Embiid and NBA MVP. So Embiid missed last night. For the Sixers, Maxie did also. Maxie will miss tonight's game against Golden State also. Philly loses on the road to the Portland Trailblazers. Did just lose. Each, yeah, lost yes. by 20, 26. Um, yeah. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN tweeting, Ken, at the end of last hour, uh, Joel Embiid will be listed as questionable versus the Warriors tonight. Expected to go through pregame warm-ups and decide if he can play. So Embiid's going to be a game-time call. As I told you, Tyrese Maxey will miss tonight's game also. So look, we can talk about like how to handicap this individual game against Golden State at the end of the show. But I mean, I think, Ken, this is probably just more uh, fuel on the fire of what you st- what you talked about yesterday, that yeah. the Embiid MVP stuff is starting to get, unfortunately, like a little helter-skelter, like on thin ice because of Embiid's injury situation. Yeah, I think you, I think you got that just right. And he can still win. That's not the argument. I, I like to handicap markets where I feel like I have an advantage. And a lot of times in award markets, that's because... I think I do in general a pretty good job of thinking like how voters think and trying to figure out what prices are likely to drop based on results that are going to happen or news that's going to happen. Like, I feel like I have an advantage, even if sometimes maybe I don't. I feel like I do. And that's why I like to bet those markets. And this one, I I don't, I no longer think I have an advantage. And I think I, like, we bet Embiid at a crazy price and it dropped and it's like, yay, Ken, and this is so awesome and he's going to win again and it's all this stuff. And it's like, look, like he can always get hurt. And I, the reason I don't think I have an advantage anymore, at least right now, uh, once Embiid's status is clarified, then maybe that changes because it becomes about performance again. I, I don't want to be in the business of handicapping whether I think Joel Embiid's going to miss games or not. I, that's like an information-driven thing. I don't know anybody that works for the Sixers. I'm not going to know in advance whether he's out. Um, he is an incredibly injury-prone player. And he's really on thin ice in terms of the amount of games that he can now miss. Like if he misses tonight's game, he has like four to play with over essentially like a 35 to 40 game span. That's a that's a tough go for someone like him. Uh, they have four back-to-backs remaining. Also, he's now missing games like Denver that aren't even on back-to-backs. So just the, the short of it, I think, for tonight, because look, if this goes back to just who do I think voters will like and who's good, 
then maybe I'll come back in. But I, I used the term pulling the ripcord yesterday, basically like I'm out. Like I, I, like I cashed in my MB chips. Like I spread on other guys. If I had advantageous cash outs, I took them. Like I just, I'm, I was way out because like, I don't know whether he's going to play and I won't pretend to know whether he's going to play or not. And to just really like emphasize tonight's game specifically, obviously it's second night of a back-to-back it's a third and four but he didn't play the first two if he misses this game i think it's game over i think he just doesn't he can't he cannot win i actually would i would i don't feel like 100 percent confident in saying that but i think that's how that's how i'd be thinking about this this is this is like decision time are are we playing or are we not and what does it look are like we, and are we at the, the decision the desk are we at the decision desk right now? Is There's that what they call it? Like usually at the decision desk, right? Are there like ten people usually? Right? <laughs> what the desk is? The Who desk is the very Kornacki? small, What's and there's like nah, there's like Steve yeah. Kornacki is the NBC. Yeah. Is it like, Wolf right. Blitzers on CNN or whatever? The, Who's the, the guy? Uh, John King. The guy who comes out every election and like it's like Mel Kiper, like the hair's the same and he still like plays on the board and everything. You're like, oh, it's an election. Here's John King. Uh, Paula, by the way, John, John King's been hibernating for three and a half years. He will soon right. be awakening from his slumber. Preparing for this exact moment, right? <laughs> so it's, right, Amer- America 2024. Everyone sighs depressingly. Uh, it should be great. So like the, um, I think this it puts an incredible amount of pressure on tonight's game and even the way Woj tweeted like the status it's not like he's playing we're going to do the denver thing again we're going to warm up we're going to make a decision this sounds terrible this sounds like something's really wrong and if you think that he can still win which i do like he can it's he's still eligible he's also having the most outstanding scoring season anyone's ever had including wilt chamberlain so like if he plays the games it's his it's his trophy but like you knock off tonight's one and i think it's more it's less about like the exact like well that's one missed game and it's what it symbolizes miss denver miss the front end of a back-to-back maxi's not playing tonight second night of a back like you're gonna miss these three if you were trying to win like you're giving yourself no margin for error whatsoever um so i honestly think like if he misses tonight i mean i'm out of the market anyway but like if he misses tonight I, i honestly think he should go to like 20 or like 25 or something like that. And then he's got to like earn back that credit in the market by playing 10 straight games or 15 straight games. And Jokic has been the recipient of all of the win probability for the most part. But we'll do this part later because it requires Embiid to be removed. Like the who wins when he doesn't win conversation, it'll seem easy right now. It'll just be Jokic. You ask everybody, they'll say Jokic. I don't know when we get to the end of the season that that's what's going to happen. And it would not be very voter-like to just go back and give it to Jokic again, even with the way he's playing so far. 20-point triple-double last night, they beat Milwaukee. So, like, but I do think tonight's a really, really big deal of whether he plays or not. If he plays, it kicks the can down the road another couple games. Is he okay? Let's figure it out. Uh, If he misses... You can't remove him from the market, but the price should almost reflect that. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Tuesday. Um, I wanna wanna hit you with this. Maybe we can do a little bit more later in the show, but I wanna ask you specifically about Luca. And this is probably like the like square, I don't care kind of thought right now it's a in this prisoner market. Prisoner of the because, moment a little bit. Yeah, he was great. Last he's, night. 
Yeah. He's like, it's like towering inferno right now for Luka Doncic. And I also felt like such an idiot on Friday. So at the end of the show, we're like giving our bets. And I said, well, you know, it kind of feels like this is going to be a big Luka game because last night, meaning last Thursday, Luka goes on inside the NBA on TNT and like says, I was wrong to have the, the fan thrown out of the Phoenix game. Like took the Mia culpa. It just felt kind of like narrative-y wise that Luka was going to have a big game. Little did we know. 73 points was in the offering on Friday. And since then, he followed that up. They lost to Sacramento over the weekend, but a 28-10-17 triple-double. And then last night against Orlando, 45-9-15 without Kyrie as the Mavericks eke it out over the Orlando Magic. So, look, like you said it, Ken, prisoner of the moment. Uh, I guess, like, I don't know. Who can I, who am I right now? I'm someone in jail. I don't know if there's, like, a, a good comparison to make. Uh, right. I, I think, <laughs> he, I think he's... I guess he's the guy that I think I, I'd look at right now. If he's just going to keep doing this and the Mavericks can win some games, I don't know, man, if this if this is going to be what it is. kind of feels like he's, like, next level right now. Yeah, I just uh, – I, I don't want to get into, like, a ton of specifics on him versus other candidates, but to your question, I would look at it as someone, like, now kind of out of it and, like, not, not caring as much and being like, well, whatever Embiid does, he just does. Uh, I would look at it as – if Embiid, like, because this is his award, like, it's, we're going to remember the season for him, good and bad. Uh, most prolific scoring season ever also didn't play in the games, but the season's about him. If he just can't win and voters have to vote for someone else, um, I think he could see something kind of bizarre by the end of the season. It won't happen right now. Everyone will go to Jokic. He was second in the last poll. The win probability will go there. That's fine. Like, Jokic really isn't in the business of campaigning for himself, trying to win this award, period, putting up big statistical games. Like, it's not really been his thing this year even and and then and then you go well wait like if he does that or he misses like five games toward the end of the season whatever and it really runs out of gas like it did last year then who and i think a lot of people are like well it's sga okay nobody seems to know he exists in the national media right now when they do their voting which is unfair to him to be perfectly honest and then you go like well hold on like then what is it so just like i don't have a good answer right now there's no polling. Everyone, everyone polled would say the same thing. Embiid will win if he plays the 65. That's what everybody will say right now. And they're right. And that's what makes this like such a tenuous situation. So we can get into more specifics. Like if Embiid misses the game tonight, we do tomorrow's show. Okay, now we actually need to start thinking about this like aggressively. Um, really just gives you an idea how much hinges on tonight and whether he plays. Uh, just saying, Jalen Brunson get an MVP chance on the oh, road boy. last night in Charlotte. Just saying. Just well, Charlotte, saying. typically a basketball hotbed. Usually fans go crazy there. So I, I didn't realize that. Probably at the game, I, I guess. I, 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 I'm being sincere. I didn't realize that there were that many like Knicks fans in Charlotte. I really did not know that. I was like, I'm pretty surprised well, when that happened. maybe it's this easy game to go to. Tickets are probably like two yeah. bucks. You know? Because uh, I don't know. I guess like, because well, when, when we were kids, like I, the, the Hornets had Zoe and Larry Johnson and Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. Like the Knicks played them in a couple of playoffs years. Like I hated Steph the Curry's Hornets dad. when I was a kid. And all the and Dell, yeah, and, and all and all and all like my my schmuck friends had like the Hornets starter <laughs> and then like the Michael Jordan jerseys. It's like guys, you know, like 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 we have a team that's pretty good. Like why don't you root for? I I, I yeah. hated I hated that when I was a kid. Hated oh, that no. kids in my hated class. It? Kids, that's, that's, oh, kid in your class that rooted for the Bulls when they were like beating yeah. the Knicks every year. Like, come on, you're not from Chicago, kid. Like we're from New York. Like, come on, I hate that. Give you a, Cowboys give fans, you a, whatever. Give you a Knicks thing for 15 seconds here. We can reset and do NFL or whatever. Uh, you don't need me to tell you they're onto something, but like that that Denver over Knicks exact result 
keeps dropping as Miami keeps doing whatever the hell they're doing. Are they going to make the play-in tournament, by the way? I, I got to tell uh, you, I, I think I think I'm ready to throw dirt, like, actually, and, like, this is, like, dangerous to say it. Yeah, like, it's the most seven... dangerous team. <laughs> yes, yes. But you know what? It, what's, what's interesting, and, like, this doesn't have to be predictive, just, like, it's just an interesting note. Miami's now lost seven straight games. There are teams, Ken, in the history of the NBA that have lost seven games straight consecutively over the course of an 82-game season and still make the playoffs. That, that A team that has lost at least seven straight in the regular season has never won a playoff series in the history of the NBA. That's a crazy stat. Where did you, did you see that on Twitter last night? That's a great I saw one. it on, no, I was I was like, because like I was with like my family all night last night, basically. Well, sure. not my, my my wife's family, which is like my family now. Um, So I was like reading everything this morning, like watching highlights this morning. And I think it was part of the game story, like the, like the oh. AP game story yeah, last night excellent. for the Heat's loss. Yeah. That's a great note. Um. Yeah, Let me. So anyway, I want to go back the, and make sure I have it right. Since I just gave it out with supreme well, confidence, sense. I'm Losing, pretty sure it was right. I know seven doesn't sound like a lot to people, but like you don't, unless you're like Detroit and stuff. Like you don't lose seven games in a row in the NBA. Like it's almost ten percent of the season. Like you don't you don't do that. It's like a month sometimes. That's not really a month. It's like three weeks. Um, that's that's a lot. Uh, yeah, I just think as as the Heat kind of come unglued here a little bit. Yeah, like Denver Knicks is way and Embiid with this thing. What if this is like a chronic issue? Doc Rivers' debut last night? Eh. Like, I just, uh, Denver over the Knicks actually, I think, has legs big time. And the price keeps dropping. So we're at a 55, 50. I forget what I have in the account. Um, I think it's like 27 or 30 now. It's really good. <laughs> it's, re it's really, really, really. The crazy thing is, like, they might end up playing Cleveland again in the 4-5, and both teams will be 50 times better than they were last year, which would be really crazy. And, like, Cleveland beat the Clippers last night in a completely ridiculous game. Like, they played an excellent game. Man, if they play the Knicks again, that is, like, a blood match because both those teams are really good. They're way in right, the Cavs. Mobley just came back. Garland might come back tonight. Yes. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm sorry. Tomorrow yeah. night. I mean... Uh, by the way, I looked it up. I got it. A, a little, I got it. I got it partially wrong. I think the oh, Blaze, no. Portland in 2016, I think is the one team that's done it. But no team has ever made a deep run losing seven games the, in, uh, in a season. That's the Dame shot against the Thunder. Against P P the Paul George Thunder. I think. Is that too long ago? No, that's right. Would that be right? Let's see. Blazers, 2016 Blazers Thunder. Is that the team that beat the? And then that team. Oh no! Uh, wait a minute. No. Who's the other team he ended a series against? Houston? I don't know. That's the, the Thunder one. That's the, the Tariqo Thunder call one is the best Houston. one. Oh, the, Tyler says the Rockets was 2013. Who would, who would they have been? Oh, they swept the Pelicans, probably. Remember they swept Anthony Davis one time? Do you remember that series? It was the weirdest series. They won I every game. It. And, I, and everybody was uh, everybody picked Anthony Davis and the Pelicans to win the series or the Hornets, whatever the hell the team was at that point. And uh, and I remember being like, "What? What is going on?" Davis would have like fifty points in every game, be like, "Actually, you just lose like every game." Actually, that's like how it goes. Maybe it was that series. They, Maybe that they was beat the, the Clippers. They beat the Clippers. That's the. This, that's uh, the. Okay. So wait. So yeah. what? What the hell was Blazers Clippers? What the hell was that series? Uh, this is 2016. Um, Al Farouk Aminu was the leading scorer in one of the games. Yikes. Believe it or not, and the, the 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 Clippers won that game. Just like what? So this was Doc Clippers, one of his many like postseason embarrassments. I'll tell you what, they might have lost last night. I think it's an encouraging game for the Milwaukee Bucks, though. Moving oh, forward, oh, I mean, it'll be whatever. It's it, last night doesn't have to define them.
Yeah. So I hope, hope, yeah. hope everyone enjoyed that segment on the broadcasting from Sunday in the yeah. National Football League. <laughs> Steve! <laughs> on, the other, on the other side, more NFL coming up. Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.